If you want to learn more about masterminds and how to unlock your potential, then you need to listen to my good friend, Brendan, on the Mastermind Effect. You love to learn, grow, and improve yourself, but you're still not where you want to be? The right mastermind can be the ultimate secret weapon when it comes to personal development, but trying to find the one that's built for you isn't always easy. Welcome to the Mastermind Effect, the one and only show that focuses on helping you cut through the noise, invest in yourself, and move past your natural limits. This is everything you need to know about masterminds, brought to you by your host, Brandon Straza. Today, we've got Zahir Ismail, owner of several beaver tail franchises in Canada. He started his entrepreneurial journey selling novelty pens at school. He went their traditional way of attending college and then university, but realized quickly the standard path wasn't for him because the system was outdated. He then goes into how he's able to use mentorship, masterminds, and networking in order to steal ideas to find a common goal to grow. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. You know what I believe if you've been listening. I believe the only way to unlock your potential is to tap into the experience of others. And today, to help us do that, we've got Zahir Ismail. Zahir, welcome to the show. What's going on, man? Thank you very much. Pretty much just try to survive this current situation. Uh, work on a new project at this very moment to open up a, another location during the pandemic, but uh, a little stressful, but uh, it's going. Yeah, I hear you. Well, let's just jump right into it and let's roll it back a little bit. Tell me how you, you know, how you originally learned in your earlier years versus how you like learning today. So pretty much, you know, everyone thought that, you know, you have to go to university, you got to get that degree, and then you work that nine to five job and, you know, that's pretty much life. I figured out later on in my career that's not necessarily the path for me. Could be for other people. I just found that going to university, getting that experience is a great you know, experience of talking to, doing networking, meeting new people, which is, I think that's the main part of it. Learning, eh, it's very outdated to some extent. The new age of learning is, you know, digital masterminds, business coaching. I find that more hands-on and more useful than just trying to memorize a textbook, in my opinion. What do you feel is outdated? Keeping aside the the outdated, the textbooks and just learning from textbook, what's really outdated that they could bring in that you like? You said you mentioned masterminds, obviously we're called the mastermind effect, coaching. How could you integrate that? What do you see as the disconnect? I find that when you're in a classroom, you're just listening to a professor who hasn't had experience in the business world for a long period of time. So I feel if they had like a weekly or a monthly meetup with like an entrepreneur who's in the actual field of, you know, hustling every day, trying to set up a business, that would be a huge value to, you know, students who are paying like five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars a year even more sometimes just to get that piece of paper to get a job. I completely agree. Just changing it up, bringing in that outside experience, that entrepreneurship spirit. Let me ask you, because it sounds like you invest in yourself, whether it's through coaching, mentorship, whatever that is. What do you really see the value investing yourself through different styles of mentorship? And what are those mentorships that you've really been attracted to? I would say for the mastermind part is just being around like-minded people who are kind of in the same situation as you in terms of running a business, working crazy hours, trying to get profits, sales, keeping staff. Like It's better to have like a community in place where you're not kind of all alone because when you're an entrepreneur, you're pretty much on your own. You can't really talk to your employees as much in terms of like what's the real situation in your business. So I find like that's like a community base that's needed for being successful in any sort of business. And then for the coaching part, I think it's just an added value for someone to see your business outside, not seeing in your eyes in, in a different 
perspective and they can go deep dive like you know once a week once a month to figure out what you're doing really well what can you improve on and then what you could be accountable for that's what you do with masterminds as well but it's a little harder sometimes if you're not like one-on-one if it's kind of like a bigger group it might be a little more difficult to do that and let's talk about because your model and what you do aside from the mastermind that you've been building out is you own a franchise which is which is pretty unique in the aspect that you own a franchise and you've got a mastermind that goes along with it from an entrepreneurial standpoint you mentioned employees and so a lot of people that are in the coaching mastermind world don't always have the employees and and, and get to work with that what are the challenges and what excites you from the standpoint that you've learned in your entrepreneurial journey of working with other people that you employ? So in terms of like when we have our masterminds and talking about employees, we kind of like try to figure out, you know, best practices. What are you doing at your store? What are you doing at your other store? Like, so we always kind of like, steal ideas and then you know work together and try to find a common goal to to be able to help each other each franchise that we deal with in our mastermind so that's a big help and also like even marketing practices what are they doing with even an operational piece like hey i have this particular fryer and it's garbage what are you using so just like having that open discussion with other beaver tail owners just to you know able to have a conversation because in the last eight years that had a store almost nine years we don't talk to each other there's no no one ever had this conversation with other franchisees that we talk maybe once a year maybe once every two years so i create this mastermind because i was in a previous mastermind with travis chapel as where i met you i just kind of mind blown i was like wow this is like something that we should do within our network and other franchises outside the my current uh, like beaver tail network it's just changed the game yeah and we're, we'll get into what you're doing with the tactics and what you've implemented with the other franchise owners that are in your mastermind tell me real quick let's stay on how you've been investing in yourself and the first mastermind you ever in how does it compare to other masterminds you've been in what have you seen where not only the formats that you like that you're implementing, talk about the first mastermind versus where you're at right now. So my first mastermind with Travis, that was about two years ago. The format was pretty much everyone meet up once a month on the call or twice a month, depending on what Travis scheduled it. And we just talk about, you know, our wins, losses, and when to be accountable for our next call. But then he also offered like guest speaking with people in different industries to help get us like, you know, questions or if it pertains to our industry to find out more information or even learn anything we can from this one particular like guest. That was what I learned from, that was my first mastermind I've ever joined. After that, I joined business coaching right after that, which provided a similar mastermind aspect to it where you like, you have a coach and then sometimes another coach would sit down with you. And then we do conferences with other small business owners, they would do like, you know, every two, three months, they do some sort of meetup, but it wasn't very consistent. So I realized like, you need that consistent once a week or once a month aspect to be able to get a really good, I guess, feel for everyone in the group and understand, you know, how we can all help each other because we're all, we're all in it together. Yeah. So who are you currently learning from and how did you end up finding them? Right now I'm doing just through Travis is the only thing I'm learning for that mastermind. I was doing that. Also, like what I'm learning from is from the business coaches from that particular part where we're doing twice a week, we're doing, sorry, twice a month, we do meetups and then obviously YouTube and other aspects from that. And then my head off. So I'm having like weekly calls with them now, especially during this pandemic to learn what to do next to be able to like prosper for the future. What are they currently teaching? What is it that the group cohesiveness is is working on that you're implementing not only for today, but that the listeners could implement slowly as they hear from, you know, thought leaders such as yourself? What is it that you're implementing that you're like, hey, without this, I wouldn't have realized what I could be doing. So I think the, the main thing of this management of stress is a huge one because they realize that a lot of 
business owners are in huge trouble right now. So I think it's trying to like, don't act in like fear, act with like, you know, confidence. That's one main takeaway that they're providing some coaching on that. Also in terms of cash flow, that's another aspect that managing your cash flow during this time is the most important thing uh, during this pandemic and also dealing with who can help you, you know, during this process. So I have coaches, luckily have that, but other franchisees don't have that. So I'm trying to get them into my mastermind to be able to have some sort of community or if they'd like to get a one-on-one with someone in head office or with a cultivated advisor, which is the uh, group I deal with right now. Nice, nice. Let's start shifting gears a little bit. And as your franchise owner, as you're creating your own mastermind, how do you go from having an idea to executing? Obviously, people talk about, you know, I'm going to do something and they keep on putting it off and putting it off. So that was my, my first part and the beginning of it. So eventually I just sat down and things realized, what am I going to do in this mastermind? So I wrote down like a list of things that are missing through other masterminds. I've been with Travis and even with my business coach and then determined what like niche item could I offer to people in my mastermind. Uh, so I just do that goal and I set up goals for each week to be able to accomplish before I launch. And that allowed me to put and actually implement it. So I like, I think it's writing down the goals, even like, you know, people put on a computer and do a bunch of apps. I think the main thing is writing it down and probably sticking it on your wall. So you see it every day. So you realize like, oh my God, I need to finish this by this time or time's running out. So there's an accountability factor when you're writing it down. There's an accountability factor when you're having, you know, getting ready to implement that. What does that accountability factor mean? And how do you sit there and hold yourself to it as well as the people around you? So for me, I put a place where if I don't reach that specific goal, I would give a donation from my account right away. If it didn't, if I didn't meet that specific goal for that particular week in my mastermind with my franchisees, we pretty much penalize them. Basically, they have to do like they have to do the notes for the meeting or they have to do a task during the actual mastermind that people don't really want to do. Um, like maybe send out an email for reminding of like just like random tasks, but it allows them to be like, oh, geez, I should have, I should have done that job. So I have to go back and spend an extra hour of my own time to, you know, actually be part of this mastermind and do the work. And so just like kind of like little tedious thing, but it kind of works. Like the last couple calls we've had, we've pretty much everyone's been on on task. I think another reason why is because everyone's home. Another reason why too as well, but uh, you know, it's working. Yeah. I mean, since we're talking about everyone's at home, is there anything that you're going to implement that you've learned through coaching and through your mastermind that you're going to take going forward and say, you know, I should have already had this implemented, but you know, because of COVID, I'm now able to implement this into how I'm learning and what I'm doing for my own business and for my own life. So I would say more of my meetings, like the virtual meetings has changed the game dramatically because before I used to go into the store, have a, a meeting with my supervisors and my managers. Now that like it's virtual, I feel like this is the only way I should do it just because I live 45 minutes away to an hour from my stores. So I don't want to go there. I usually just want to just go in once make sure everything's perfect and set up on point, And then I just kind of leave. So wish I wish what worked for my business coach is like, you pretty much go there for a bit and you have to leave and you let everyone else kind of manage and figure it out while me coaching from behind the scenes. So the Zoom calls have been a game changer for me to be able to, to delegate even better and even see my face, which is really important because if you don't see the, the owner, then they'll just kind of slack off. So I find that the Zoom calls have made a difference and also providing like more structure of what is their task and what day they're going to be finishing it on, or there's going to be like one of those tedious tasks that if you don't meet that goal, you know, there's a little bit of a consequences. But if they do reach that goal, there's going to be bonuses and et cetera. So nice. it's kind of primary incentives. I find that's a, that's a huge, huge difference. Nice, nice. 
Let's get more in depth into your mastermind. Who is a good fit and what type of person are you looking for that you feel can benefit from the mastermind you're building out? So I feel like anyone who owns more than two locations would be probably the best candidate just because if you're a one-person operation, you're kind of in the store the majority of the time, which which was me in the beginning. But I feel like people who have more than one location or multi-franchise owners would benefit more because there's a lot of like back-end stuff you could work on while you're not at the store to help you know boost your sales, working on HR working on marketing, working on operations, et cetera. And also like even a business coach later on, if that's something they want, it's an expensive piece of, uh, of the business. So that's something if they have more than two stores available to afford as well. Yeah, nice. What's the style that you're utilizing that you've learned from other coaches, your current coach, previous masterminds? What style is your mastermind? And you know it allows again, people to see what they can expect. So usually what I would do is we'd have like an agenda and I'd also assign people's tasks during the actual mastermind. So like one person would be like a note taker. Another person is the timekeeper. Another person is, you know, on the floor, who's going to be on the floor for that particular 10, 15 minutes. And then we cut them off and then the next person comes on. So we got like a lot of structure involved. So make sure like we have to use the time wisely. Because sometimes on a mastermind, you just, people keep on talking, they don't get cut off. So that sometimes takes away from the rest of the group. So usually the, the agenda is key. And I try to make sure that uh, we run timely because you know one hour two hours whatever we get is crucial so let's say really in an hour call we work on um, our wins our losses our accountability but if we have a two-hour call that's where we take a deep dive in a particular particular topic so like one mastermind will be like just let's talk about hr next one will be like marketing next will be operations and everyone will have a chat everyone will have the time to chat during a particular time allocation all right zahir as you start to help people and you see the breakthroughs what is that really going to mean to you? I feel like when I was first starting out, I really needed someone like that in the beginning. And I feel like when I'm able to provide that to somebody else, it just allows me to be gracious for that. Because like, if I only had that one business coach or one mentor or something that would just change the game for me, I think I would have had 10 stores by that time. But, you know, I found out about this later on during my career, which is fine. And providing that benefit to newcomers or even people who've never heard of, never done any of this stuff before, which is majority of anybody in my mastermind, which are all old school, you know, owners who are a lot older than me. And I'm just kind of a new age individual. Like, what is this? Like, so I'm just providing value to them and trying to get them to learn, understand that this is something that we should have done a long time ago. And then they're seeing the benefit of, you know, someone like me was younger than them and providing value on a monthly or, or weekly basis to them, which is, which is a big gratitude. Let's dive into that. What is it that you've seen that they've accomplished so far that you're just like, wow, I didn't expect this to happen. What have been some of the breakthroughs? I think at first, like, you know, they were more like complaining about all the systems and all this and like that. And now they just realize that it's not, you know, about like complaining. It's more about implementing and like overcoming these complaints. So at first, when we first started, I'm like, you know what? I don't want this to be a master where we just talk bad about our head office, et cetera. So like at first, that was what was happening. And then I was trying to change the conversation to something where we can all work together to overcome any obstacle moving in the future and um, what's currently happening in our stores. Nice. All right. So as we get ready to wrap this up and we're coming to an end here, why don't you tell us, you know, what you're working on right now that someone might not know that excites you that's going to be happening over the next 12 months. So we're about to launch a mastermind outside of my Beaver Tail network for franchise owners. So pretty much I'm building that out. I was planning on doing that earlier than expected, but the pandemic kind of slowed it down and I found a franchise is 
going to be really hit hard during this situation. So we're trying to help them as much as we can once the doors are allowed to open and business is back. So I find that uh, that's the bigger thing I'm working on right now. And hopefully we can get a few people to join from different areas of business. Could be retail, fast food. It could be, you know, security. It could be anything. But as long as we're in the franchise offering, then we'll be able to help them out. And how are you going to attract those people? You know, is it through your marketing efforts? Is it through people that you know? What is it that you're doing right now and you're preparing for to be able to attract those tribes members, that community from different industries, albeit franchises, how are you going to attract them? So I find that LinkedIn has the most amount of franchise owners that I can directly message. So I think I'm going to advertise on that and also direct message multiple owners that have franchises in different areas in business, which will be my most accessible way of directly targeting business owners. And then if someone wants to get a hold of you to talk about not only possibly being in your mastermind or just being a franchise owner in, in a different field, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you? And it'll be in the show notes as well. Yeah. So I'd say my Facebook, my Instagram, and email would be also even better as well. I'm also going to be creating a website for the franchise mastermind as well. That's coming soon. Is it here? Really appreciate it you spending the time with us today. Everyone, hey, check them out. You can find them on Facebook. You can find them on Instagram. And then the best email address to find you at is? It's uh, Zaheer1582 at gmail.com. Appreciate it. Have a wonderful week. Thanks, you too, man. Thank you for listening to The Mastermind Effect, your secret weapon for personal development. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. You're one step closer to experiencing the mastermind effect.